Hello, everybody. It's Sean Harwell. This is the Never Heard of It podcast. You know that. You're here. We're happy to have you. Joined again today, as always, by my co-host, the uh, Catherine Bigelow to my James Cameron. That sounds terrible. I'm going <laughs> to strike that from the right. Yes, our <laughs> relationship is pretty rocky. but <laughs> Rock solid. Rock solid. <laughs> uh, and who gets to be Cameron? I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a tough call. Uh, Craig Moorhead. Say hello. Hello, everybody. Greg, how are you? Uh, I'm good, Sean. I'm really good. How are you doing? I uh, can't complain. You know, I had to say, super excited to talk about this one tonight. This is a movie I knew nothing, nothing about when you suggested it, and now I'm, I'm totally pumped to uh, check it out just based on what little research I did for this episode. So I think that's pretty much the whole point of this podcast, right? It is, you know, and side note, before I go into ways that you can find us on the web, it's so interesting to me how, like, this movie is is such a part of the movies that I know in a weird way, mm-hmm. that even though it's it yeah. wasn't really a blockbuster, like, to me, the idea that someone wouldn't know that it was around kind of blows my mind, but I also totally get it, because it's just, it's not a movie anyone yeah. talks about. Even despite well, the fact that, that Catherine Bigelow is still a big deal. Yep, yep. Uh, well, yeah. we will indeed get to that very, very soon. But first, of course, yes, as you mentioned, uh, you want to tell us where we should go when we want to know more about this show? I'm going to do my, the best that I can. So you're going to look for us on Facebook. You're going to find us there. You're going to find us on Twitter, at Never Podcast. You're going to find us, uh, I mean, you're going to find us in iTunes, be careful. Look for the one with Craig Moorhead and Sean Harwell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and uh, and you'll find us also on Instagram. Um. Uh. What is our what is our uh, our, our name our, our account on Instagram? I was gonna say if you go to neverheardpodcast.com, you can you can find those links. Like it's pretty easy, you right? You can find it all, and you can drop us a line. You can suggest movies. You can just tell us. Uh, how much you love the latest episode and what it means to your life. Yeah. You can never get enough of those. Yeah. Johnny Guitar, that was a good episode too, oh, so you'd have a lot man, to write Johnny about, Guitar. I imagine. Yeah. Um, hey, if you want to make suggestions, do that as well. I'm picking the movies next month, and I frankly have no idea what we're going to do. Mm. And time is running out. I will figure that out by, by next week or the week after at the latest, mm. and we will let you know. But yeah, uh, two movies, month of June or thereafter, uh, would love to hear from you and make a suggestion. Also, uh, we're on Spotify, Stitcher. I always forget about Stitcher. I know a lot of people use that, so Stitcher. we're there. Yeah. Um, Google, you can find us. Uh, most podcast places uh, have our show, which is nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's right. Craig. Yes, Sean. I feel like we should jump into Blue Steel, man, because uh, this is, yeah, the second movie you picked for this Mother's Day month, and I'm excited to hear more about it. That's right. Let's jump in with both feet. Sean, uh, I'm going to run down our cast and crew on this little movie. Awesome. Uh, so first of all, Blue Steel is directed by Catherine Bigelow. We all know Catherine Bigelow from Hurt Locker, but you know, she also directed a really great vampire movie called Near Dark. And a really one of one of my favorite sort of lost movies. I don't think it's on Blu-ray yet. Uh, Strange Days. Um, Is it not? Wow. Yeah, I, I was looking for. I was going to try and rent that uh, the other day, and yeah. I couldn't find it anywhere. She knows what she's doing. I think I can say that without uh, much debate. You know what's crazy? What's that? 
I mean, this to, uh, to Catherine Bigelow's credit here. I'm just I'm looking at her IMDb page right now, and you know they have the section that says known for yeah. right. Yeah, four movies. Point Break's not even not even in that section. That's how crazy her career has been, right? That is, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. man, that should just give you an idea, right? Yeah, that's a, man, that's another one I should go back and watch. I guess Point right Point yeah. Break was before this one. Is that right? Uh, no, no, it, it would have been after. It was this. right after. Yep. Yeah. So, okay. I- I'm going to stop getting movies wrong. I'm going to go right back to my <laughs> casting crew, my safe place. <laughs> yes, let's do it. Uh, the writers on it, Catherine Bigelow uh, is credited with uh, writing it, as well as Eric Red, who wrote the great The Hitcher and mm. another little horror movie called Body Parts. He wrote a ton of stuff. But body parts, I would just say, if you haven't heard of this, it's Jeff Fahey. He uh, he loses a limb, and and another limb is is grafted onto his body that used to belong to a, I think a serial killer, and so then he wants to kill people. I love <laughs> wow. that premise. I love Jeff Fahey. Everything about it is fantastic. Uh, Eric Red uh, has a little piece of my heart. Oh, that's uh, yeah, um, like literally, literally <laughs> grafted okay. onto his own heart. That's why he kills people. Uh, just a mess of producers but a couple standouts first uh, is Oliver Stone was a producer on this movie and uh, another gentleman by the name of Michael Flynn who also did tons of stuff but I saw he executive produced Mud uh, which is uh, another movie that has a little piece of my heart but does not kill people yes and (laughs) and uh, we got music in this movie. Lots of good tense music by Brad Fidel. I'm going to guess that's how I pronounce his name. It's either Fidel, Fidel. or yes. Fidel. It's Fidel, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Someone, someone, correct me. Someone, write in. Just write in and correct me. Uh, it's F I E D E L. Anyway, Brad Fidel. He did the music, Sean, for Terminator. I think we we uh, uh, um, we can thank him for the fact that we have that. Rhythmic, you know, just like ingrained in our brains for the rest of our lives to know that that means there's a Terminator coming after you. Mm. And uh, he also did Fright Night. Ah, Um, Yeah, which we watched uh, a while back. If you were a fan of Fright Night and didn't know, we uh, did a whole episode on it. Um, Sure did. Now, uh, DP Amir Makri. I am definitely destroying that name, but Amir Makri... Shot this movie, and I love the look of this movie. To me, this is what a movie looks like. Like, movies today are fine, and they look beautiful. Lots of good work is being done. I don't mean to say they're not real movies, but this movie has the (laughs) graininess and the sort of shallow depth of field and the whole thing that I really love about movies, especially of this era. Like, it just feels like a movie. It's not clean. There's nothing clean about it. But yeah, but uh, uh, Amir shot Bad Boys 2 and Man of Steel, among many others. Uh, Film editing is by Lee Percy. Uh, Lee Percy also edited Boys Don't Cry and Reanimator. That is two very different movies. (laughs) Two very, very different movies and um, both quite good. Um, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So let's move into the actors' houses. What? So now let's go to the cast list. Uh, This movie starred Jamie Lee Curtis, 
as you you know her from Halloween, you know her from A Fish Called Wanda, True Lies, tons of stuff, right? She's a mm-hmm. cop in this movie. Activia commercials, yeah. Activia, many Activia commercials, <laughs> and Freaky Friday, end yeah. of career. Um, no, 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 not at all, not at all. Beloved, beloved Jamie Lee Curtis, and and honestly, like she's kind of. I don't know. I I don't know if she's ever played a part quite quite like this one, and that's something Ooh. really stupid to say when I haven't even considered the rest of her career. But I don't think she has. It's it's a very I'm sure you're right. It's a very intense movie, and like Halloween was an intense movie as well. But in that one, she, you know, well, she wasn't a cop. She wasn't trained to deal with with shit like this. Very so true. so it's 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 uh pretty different stuff. Anyway. Uh, uh, her, her co-star in the movie is Ron Silver. Uh, I, I found that he was in Romancing the Stone and he played mm-hmm. a vendor, which I'm thinking, <laughs> um, that, uh, I probably, that's probably why I didn't recognize the fact that he was in Romancing the Stone. Uh, yeah. he also, uh, had juicy roles in Oh God, You Devil. You remember that? Uh, beloved George Burns uh, series of films and uh, Reversal of Fortune and Time Cop. I've never seen either one of those. I should see one of those. At least one of those. Yeah, I I haven't either. Mm. Maybe Time Cop. I don't know. I feel like like Time Time Cop Cop, I would have seen, but I mean... Yeah, right? uh, We also have Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown. Who doesn't love Clancy Brown? Clancy Brown from uh, Starship Troopers. Uh, he was just in Thor Ragnarok. He was Shawshank. He was the yeah. guard in Shawshank who uh, just delights in, in beating the hell out of people. Um, really great actor. He's been all over the place. Uh, Elizabeth Pena. Pena? Oh, God. Pena that's, that's, that's an easy, yeah, that should be an easy name to just kill, and I'm, I know I'm not doing it. Elizabeth Pena, she's, she was in Jacob's Ladder. A voice in The Incredibles. She was in Lone Star. That's such a good movie. Who did she do in The Incredibles? Do you know? Uh, yes, she was um, uh, the bad guy's uh, white-haired woman assistant. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah. Who who like has kind of a crazy character arc for like the eighth or ninth build character in the movie. <laughs> like she really does. Yeah. She's she has a whole turn and everything. It's it's great. Um. Uh. Yeah. Uh, Louise Fletcher from Cuckoo's Nest. An Exorcist mm-hmm. 2. Uh, Philip Bosco, which is maybe not a name you recognize, but you'll definitely recognize the face. He's been in tons of stuff. Kevin Dunn from Veep, Mississippi Burning. Richard Jenkins, old Ricky. Oh, snap. Yes. Yeah. From how I, I got didn't into know that. College. That's awesome. Yeah. And, uh, and Tom Sizemore, uh, mm. a young, young, possibly prenatal Tom Sizemore. <laughs> uh uh, time, Tom size less. You mean? <laughs> Tom size less uh, uh, from Heat and Saving Private Ryan, among others. Um, a, 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 a lot of folks, a lot of good talent behind the scenes and in front of the scenes. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to, to, to watch this again. So yeah. what did you dig up on this puppy? Well, real quickly, I do think uh, in the trivia, it mentioned that that was possibly Tom Sizemore's first film. I, yeah. I didn't completely look at the, the filmography, but yeah, I mean, absolutely prenatal. <laughs> no, this movie, Blue Still, uh, was released on March 16th, 1990. I was exactly 
13 years old in 10 days, Greg. Can you believe it? Oh, wow. Wow. Where has the time gone? Where has it gone? Uh, the movie had a couple taglines. One I liked quite a bit. For a rookie cop, there's one thing more dangerous than uncovering a killer's fantasy. Becoming it. <gasps> yeah, right? That is pretty, pretty good. good, right? Yeah. I like it. Like right in uh, this movie opened in fifth on the weekend of March 16th, 1990. It made just under $3 million. Any guesses as to what was number one that weekend? It's a very big movie. Uh, uh, this is, this is, crap, this is 89, right? You said? This is 90, uh, according to, I, I know IMDb has 89 here and there, but as far as US, the release date was 90. Okay, 90. So that week, the number one film. <sighs> I have no idea. How would I know that, Sean? Okay, go ahead. If I if I say the words Sean Connery, would you figure it out? Hunt for October? Absolutely, yes. Oh, Hunt for wow. October. Uh, ahead of this, though, you also had Joe versus Volcano, Lord of the Flies, House mm. Party, mm. Driving Miss Daisy, Bad Influence, La Bamba. La Bamba. Hard to Kill, and Born on the Fourth of July. So this movie actually debuted ahead of Born on the Fourth of July, Oliver Stone's own movie, which had been out for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but on the year, this came in 106. Uh, it was a big year, though. You know, Home Alone, you had Ghost, Dances sure. with Wolves, Pretty Woman, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, the aforementioned Hunt for Red October, Total Recall, Die Hard 2, Dick Tracy, Kindergarten Cop, and the number 11 movie on the year 1990 was Back to the Future 3. That surprised me. I thought it would have been higher than that, you know? Yeah, yeah, so do I. Uh, how many movies that year? Uh, a lot of movies that year. I'm not, I don't have it right in front of me, okay. but let's just assume probably 812. Fair enough. Uh, an, another completely non-related fact from 1990. I couldn't believe this. Godfather 3 that year. Made twenty million dollars more than Goodfellas. What? Yeah, man, twenty million. People just people just don't come out for Scorsese movies, do they? Yeah, I was surprised. I mean, I, to give it credit, though, obviously, like that's a franchise. It sure. had been a while since Godfather Two. Obviously, there was a lot of expectations to that movie. Uh, a movie, by the way, which I don't think I've still ever gotten through Godfather Three. It's a rough <laughs> it's, one. Yeah, it's uh, man. Uh, anyway. Yes, uh, Blue Steel made total eight point two million. So not terrible, but no. kind of small. Uh, I could not find a budget to know exactly how much of that was profit, but we'll just assume it was under ten million and go with that. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, in Argentina, Craig. Oh yeah, Blue Steel. Blue Steel was called Testigo Fatal. Testigo Fatal. Yes, or fatal. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't know if they pronounce it fatal or not. It translates to fatal witness, which sounds like that's probably the title of another movie in America. I have yeah. to imagine. Maybe yeah. not. Uh, in Germany, this movie was distributed as a film from Oliver Stone because of his involvement as the uh, one of the executive producers. Right. I didn't see anything about this, but I do wonder if he was attached to direct at some point, even though... I know Bigelow has a screenwriting credit because usually, or just how that came about. I, it, yeah. Sometimes it seems like, yeah, if a dire another director's name is attached to this in some ways, like it's it's one of those things where I always assume 
oh, that's who they came to first. <laughs> well, you know Maybe what's not. interesting? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it does have... You, you could see that if it was an Oliver Stone movie, there are definitely threads in it that where you would see how he's, like, commenting on, you know, the, the, the social situation uh, at that time interesting certainly yeah like and, and i mean it's it's still there i i think i think you know uh dr bigelow put put her spin on it you know what i mean <laughs> yes. where if it was, if, it was cool. if it was stone you would have seen like kind of a different deal that's interesting yeah probably lots of cuts i'm i'm just assuming <laughs> from that era yeah. of oliver stone yeah uh this movie was originally intended to be released by vestron pictures which you know, that's a big name from the 80s. There was Vestron Video, which I think distributed nine out of ten horror movies in yeah. the 1980s. And then Vestron Pictures was its a, a studio. And um, they did Dirty Dancing. Mm-hmm. Danger- Obviously, I think that was the huge thing that kind of made them legit. And then uh, also Dangerous Curves and Big Man on Campus were under the Vestron label <laughs> at one point. Yeah. But... As these things tend to happen, Vestron went bankrupt around this time, and the movie was ultimately acquired by MGM. And also, whenever I read this, and whenever you sort of hear about these things happening, it it seems like it is like a box office kiss of death. Yeah. Um, and I would love to know, I don't know, if there is like a Blu-ray of this with a commentary or anything like that, if that's something that Bigelow talks about, because that just has to be the worst thing for a director to be making a movie with one company and then that company uh, to go out of business before your movie comes out. Uh, I can only imagine the stress involved. And so, yeah, maybe that figures into the box office there a little bit. Uh, But the movie appears to have received, you know, mostly positive reviews. Roger Ebert was a fan, said, quote, Blue Steel is a sophisticated update of Halloween. The movie that first made Jamie Lee Curtis a star... What makes it more interesting than yet another sequel to Halloween is the way the filmmakers have fleshed out the formula with intriguing characters and a few angry ideas, end quote. I like the angry ideas. That's like uh, one of those. That's a really good read on it, yeah. I need to have more angry ideas just like in my toolbox here when I'm writing scripts, you know? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, Owen Gleiberman at Entertainment Weekly Gave the movie a B minus, said, quote, the movie, though slow and portentous, has a fever dream clarity with characters gliding through the Manhattan streets, prisoners of their anxious dreams. It makes you eager to see what Bigelow could do with a good script, which let's tip our hat there. That's that's a pretty good premonition from that guy, I think, Um, you know, for what would come with uh, Bigelow's turn at the Oscar table. Uh, according to screenwriter Eric Red himself, though, he called this movie, quote, uh, just a female version of The Hitcher. And I've never seen The Hitcher, so I can't comment on whether or not that's true. But I thought it was interesting that he would say, <laughs> yeah. say that himself, you know, considering he I mean, wrote both of them, right? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really think of it that way, but I mean, maybe. Yeah, who knows? I mean, so we're being compared to Halloween and The yeah. Hitcher here. Certainly so. as much as it is Halloween, sure, it could be The Hitcher as well, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I, was gonna say, I wasn't expecting a horror movie at all, either one, either case, uh, to a degree. But yeah. anyway, just a uh, couple little bits of miscellaneous trivia here. Philip Bosco, correct, who you mentioned, mm-hmm. plays the father 
of Jamie Lee Curtis, who's a cop in this movie. But in real life, he's the son of a cop. His mother, Margaret Bosco, was a police officer. Wow. Isn't that fun? That is fun. Also, oddly enough, Blue Steel was not the only movie from 1990 about a female cop directed by a female filmmaker. Which, you know, that those are the odds are against that ever happening, period. Even yeah. now, I would say, right? Yeah. So the other movie was called Impulse. And this was it, it pretty much a smaller movie. It starred Teresa Russell as the cop and was directed by Sandra Locke. Does that name ring a bell oh. to you at yeah, all? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I didn't know the name immediately, but yeah, she's been in a ton of Clint Eastwood movies. Mm-hmm. And interestingly, there was an article in the LA Times kind of about the fact that both of these movies were coming out. And uh, she made this movie at the time that she was actually, her relationship with Eastwood, who she'd been with for 13 years, was falling apart. And she made another movie prior to that called Rat Boy. Have you ever heard of that? Believe it or not, yeah. But I didn't know she had anything to do with it. Yeah, she's in it and she directed it. And... uh (laughs) That I, I looked at that briefly. I was like, holy cow, this looks ridiculous and amazing. And, and it literally is about a boy, I think, who has rat-like features and yeah. like lives alone in a subway or something. So that might be on our radar at some point down the line. I don't know. I may, I may call back upon Rat Boy and make us watch that. <laughs> so, uh, But yeah, I think Blue Steel did a, little, did a little better than Impulse from this year. But I don't know. Maybe both are worth checking out at some point. Craig, that's it. That's all I got. Um, as I mentioned, uh, I was very, very young when this came out and had uh, did not know of its existence. I am a Bigelow fan, and I'm excited to see it. So I'm going to go watch it this week, even. Yeah. And we'll talk about yeah. it next week. You should. Isn't you should. Cool? You know, you know, Sean, you can watch it for free on Tubi TV. That's T-U-B-I TV. It has ads in it, but it's still the uncensored movie otherwise. Oh. Um, so, yeah, if you need a way to watch it, if anybody out there just needs a quick way to watch it, just, man, just download that app, dog. I will say I've watched other stuff on Tubi. It's a really usually pretty good presentation. I think yeah. there are ads, but they're not overbearing. And, yeah, they've got apps on every platform you could possibly imagine. So go check out Blue Steel with us. And we'll all pretend we're cops next week, I guess, right? It's going to be the best. Yeah, totally. <laughs> That'll be so awesome. Uh, we'll get some real police officers in here to talk about it, and we'll also get Jamie Lee Curtis. Right. Good idea. Probably none of those things will happen. But, Craig, any last words? Uh, last one? words, yeah, Sean. You know, in the, the world is changing so rapidly. Oh, God, I know. Can it slow you down? You know what I mean? Yeah, time... Yeah. Time just, it seems like it's speeding up, right? No matter what, Sean, please, please always check, uh, check out where your body parts are coming from before you have them attached to yourself. It's, it's easy. It's very simple. Just ask your doctor. Okay. Just do that for me. I'll do that. I'm really like right now, I'm just thinking, how would a, a limb retain any characteristics I know. of its I, we're not going to get into that those so, are your last words so awesome last words Craig uh, good night everybody we'll talk next week <laughs>